0: Welcome to FYI, the Public Libraries podcast. I'm Kathleen Hughes with the Public Library Association. This episode is the first in what is planned to be a regular series on the FYI podcast, the Public Library Director's Dialogue. We are aiming for these discussions to offer lively and enlightening firsthand insights on leading the modern public library with each episode featuring two or more public library directors with a member of the leadership development committee leading the conversation. From leadership and management matters to current public library hot topics, to strategic planning, capital projects, collection development, program planning, and so much more, the Director's Dialogue episodes aim to share ideas, best practices, and lessons learned. For this inaugural effort, our guests are Doug Crane, director of the Palm Beach County, Florida Public Library, and Kent Oliver, director of the Nashville, Tennessee Public Library. Both are also members of the PLA Leadership Development Committee, and the idea for this series came out of their committee discussions. Welcome, Doug and Kent.
1: I'm Doug Crane, director for the Palm Beach County Library System in Southeast Florida. And I have been the director for this system for over seven and a half years. And I have worked for Palm Beach County for almost 24 years.
2: I'm Ken Oliver, and I am currently the director of the Nashville Public Library, although last week I announced my uh, retirement plans will take effect later this summer. I've been in Nashville about 10 years, and uh, over the course of my career, I've worked in six different public libraries in six different cities.
1: Why don't we begin with the first question that people would ask us is, why in heaven's name would you ever want to be a public library director?
2: I started off working in public libraries as a shelver at the age of 15 and got a chance to see public libraries from the from the bottom up or, or from the shelving up. I don't know which, but I just fell in love with the magic of public libraries and knew that I wanted to make a career there pretty quickly. And I wanted to find a position that would make the biggest impact. And I was fortunate that I had a couple of great mentors early on, and it showed me what a great leader can do in a public library.
1: In my case, my mother was tired of giving me money as a teenager and she said, you got to go get a job. And little did I know that that would be the start of my career. I worked for Toronto Public Library in different positions for 10 years, got my master's degree at the University of Toronto. And then fate just happened to bring me down to Florida. I wasn't expecting to stay here for very long, but it worked out and I've been in five different positions here and being a children's librarian, a webmaster, a branch manager, moving up to a director for our branch division until I became the library director. And for me, it was really a gradual process. I never imagined becoming a library director at the beginning of my career. I always thought I would just be a librarian, maybe management one day. Over time, as I grew professionally, I realized that perhaps had the skill and temperament to do the job, And fortunately, the stars lined up for me to promote up into the position within my own library system. I
2: think I was kind of the rare individual that knew what he wanted to do early on, at least in the library world. And I've I've been fortunate that I've been able to make it a career over fifty years. Nobody knows what a library director goes through, and that it might be one of the most difficult jobs in a community.
1: A lot of times, when people learn that I'm a library director, they say, "Okay, what exactly do you do?" I mean, they understand. The position's at the top of the org chart. Maybe you're the one making all the big calls, but what does it exactly mean to be a director? What do directors do on a daily basis?
2: Well, in my case, and and it does depend, I think, on your governance model. You know, I report to a library board that's a policy board. I report to the mayor of Nashville in his office, and I also report to a 40 council member group, not to mention the foundation board that is interested in what we're doing. And honestly, you know, one of my main jobs is communicating with all those people and navigating what the library wants to do in a, in a pretty political world day in and day out no two days are alike and that's just the reality of it uh, we just had a, a new person starting our administrative offices and she was looking at my schedule on outlook and she just couldn't believe it and uh, I suspect your day is very similar to that in, in a different kind of a setting I wish I had more time to spend working with the public now but candidly if I'm doing my job. I'm out in the community. I'm interacting with these people and communicating in addition to my staff, my, my direct reports.
1: I agree with you that you never quite know what's going to pop up from week to week. Sometimes you have a nice simple week planned out thinking you'll have time for reflection. And then suddenly something rises out of the community or something comes from the local elected officials, totally out of the blue that you have to deal with. One of the things that I enjoy with the job is the interaction. You know, in this last couple of years with the pandemic, I really upped my interaction with the staff of the system because they really needed the support. And I wanted to make sure that they knew that I was listening to them, and that I cared for what they needed to be able to do their job. So a couple of years back, I wrote an article for Public Libraries magazine based on interviews with 50 library directors. I believe, Kent, you were one of them in that. I was. And I came up with three sort of end results about what a library director should do. And and you can tell me if you agree with these. Basically, I said, the library director is responsible for three main things. First of all, organizational health. That is, are all the policies, procedures, the divisions, the staff interacting in a way that's a advancing the library forward. The second, like I said, is the library director is the chief diplomat for the system. You know, that's the one out in the community being the face of the library to our elected officials, to our community leaders, and to the general public. And then the third thing I said is the library director is a custodian of the vision. At the end of the day, the library director should be the one that says, okay, coming back to the vision, casting it out, articulating it and ensuring that everything we do comes back to support that vision.
2: I often think about our mission statement, which is critical to the way I think about the way we develop services and the way we apply ourselves each day. You know, it's inspire reading, advance learning, and connect to our community. And it's a a pretty simple mission statement. But if we're not doing that, we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. And I also think a lot about our core values, that include inclusiveness and intellectual freedom. So I try and place kind of everything underneath that umbrella. I think what a lot of library directors forget to do or or fail to do sometimes, is that community piece. I think it's easy to get caught in the cocoon of the library where it's always comfortable and interact with the people in your organization as opposed to collaborating and, and, and talking to people in the
1: community. That certainly strikes me too. That's one thing that I'm aware of. I think the pandemic this past year has sort of thrown us all off balance. I know for me, I felt like I needed to focus more internally than externally. As I'm looking ahead, I feel the need to now rebalance, readjust, get more out in the community, because I think there's still lingering perceptions from the pandemic about what the library is currently doing. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to walk around the community and find people saying, oh, are you open yet? I
2: get that. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I will say that during the pandemic, it was easy for me to get caught up in, in what you were dealing with every day, with you and I both and everybody else in our position. is just the idea of making sure that the wheels are running and there's service being provided at whatever level you're doing it. But the staff communication piece is something that we worked on. And we do a staff town hall through a WebEx. We started doing it every other month last year. But I think that's been a great way to communicate, and we've allowed staff to send in. Questions and I react to those questions. It isn't just me holding forth and giving people my opinion, but really trying to address what's on the minds of the staff.
1: For me, I started something similar as well. Just prior to the pandemic, I began doing a weekly newsletter to staff, letting them know what was on my mind, what was on the library, what's happening in the library system, because we have been getting feedback that communication was an issue within our system. And, you know, when I think to those three components of a library director that I came up with in that article, it's hard. To have a strong organizational health without clear communication from the director, and by extension, also for me as director to have clear communication coming up through not just my direct reports or the management team but from the general frontline staff as well, hear what they're saying because so much can get built. And I think in both our cases, we run fairly large systems. I have almost 500 staff when you include our student shelvers, over 17 locations spread across a wide geographic area. It's not something that I can and just say, oh, I'm going to pop around and visit every location in one day. I just simply can't do it.
2: We have 21 locations. We're in the 400s on staff right now. I know that we could do better with internal communications. It isn't that we don't try. It needs to be a constant focus. One of the challenges is that everybody likes to receive information differently. We have a pretty robust internet that people can access and get information. We do email communication, direct to staff on a regular basis. We encourage all of our staff to look at the social media that we're putting out about different things. We provide links to that. They all receive our, our emails to the public. It always feels like no matter what you do, you aren't quite catching it. And uh, I think that may be the nature of the game.
1: The role of public library director has been changing over time. Certainly from your perspective, um, as you're moving towards the end of your active career here as a public library director, what are some things that you think have changed about the role or the expectations of the role over time?
2: I think the basic part of it has remained the same, in that you need to be able to communicate, you need to be able to relate to your staff, and you need to be able to focus on moving the organization forward so that you're serving challenges in the community. I think the obvious changes are the technology additions and the fact that that's changing every day. Early in my career, I felt like I had to know every technology change, and I'm not sure that that's even possible now. director that's doing everything else we've talked about, but you have to have good people in place that can cover the waterfront on the different disciplines to make the public library go. I'm very focused on staff, what I call staffing for success. It's just the idea that you position staff so that they can be successful and you have people on hand that can work through challenges or crises. I really try and focus on having really good staff, both at the administrative level and manager level and also on the front lines. And we're very customer-focused, and I don't think that's changed. I think you've got to be customer-focused, and maybe it's the one thing that public libraries have that they can concentrate on that really sets them apart as an outstanding organization in the community
1: one of the things that I've been doing in my organization is really trying to promote our role and look for opportunities within my county. You know, my library system is a Department of County Government. So I report up to a county administrator. My governing authority is our Board of County Commissioners. So it's a little more streamlined than yours sounds like. (laughs) Uh, You know, there are 40 different county departments. One thing that I know I've done is try and promote us to the other county departments. For my perspective, it's a very natural connection to be able to say, okay, well, parks and recreation, for example, there's a lot of crossover between what libraries provide and what parks can provide. You know, last summer, we did a poetry in the parks thing where our staff selected different poetry that got put out like a story walk in a couple of the parks or we've worked very closely over the pandemic with our community services department because they were processing all this grant applications for CARES money and ARPA money, and they were too overwhelmed to be able to do it on their own. We partnered with them and had librarians working to help be grant processors. That allowed my county actually to be one of the top performing counties in terms of turning this federal money around and getting it into the pockets of our residents. My county administrator, in fact, likes to promote Team PBC, Team Palm Beach County. For me, I really believe that the library needs to be part of that and to be a natural extension of that county government, to be playing a strong role with the other frontline services, whether it's in support or whether it's offering our buildings as an access point. It seems like a natural way for our library to make an impact in the community.
2: I think those are all really good points. And And we collaborate with dozens of nonprofits and organizations in Nashville. there's one area that we could probably do better is reaching out to other metro departments. We do a lot of things naturally with them, but we aren't as deliberate about it maybe as we need to be. We collaborate with the public schools and have for decades. But when it comes to other departments in metro, we probably aren't as good at that.
1: What would you say is the biggest misconception uh, of the role of the public library director?
2: Most people don't understand you're caught up in the bureaucratic maze that any department head is or head of a public institution. I haven't gotten so much of the, what are you reading now? People thinking you're sitting around reading in your office all the time. I can't even remember the last time I did that or if I've ever done that. I think it's that kind of thing that people don't understand that you're really in public administration.
1: Something that's hard for a lot of people to understand is what an administrator actually does. If you're not actually out on the front line serving people at a service desk, you're not being a real librarian, potentially. And perhaps one other misconception they might have is as a public library director, you, you can solve any problem, or you <laughs> you have the ability to make a change easy enough. Just you just yeah. have to say it and do it. Yeah. You know. Well, certainly, I know you would have discovered just like me is mm. there's a lot of different perspectives to any particular situation. Yeah. Recently, we've had requests to look at. All of our position description. We need to modernize a lot of them. We need to decide, well, are they at the right pay grade? And on the surface, there's some things that seem pretty obvious. But once you start digging into the complexity of a position or a pay grade, there are so many different angles that, you know, you wouldn't even imagine until you talk to your HR person or to an attorney or compare it to other library systems. So there's a complexity I think that many people don't understand that directors are dealing with.
2: In other positions I've been in as director too, people forget that depending on the size of your library, you may be critical in the day-to-day HR interactions and functions. Since I'm a department of Metro here, I have a business office in my library that handles our budget and interacts with Metro's budget and finance office. But if you're an independent library district, you are probably have some type of financial officer that you need to be interacting with and you need to be into the intricacies of that budget in detail. So people don't think about the fact that librarians that become public library directors need to have that financial ability. You were talking about the salary schedules. We have a lot of colleagues. I'm no longer one of them that work in union environments where they're dealing with a contract. And while you may have consultants and people helping you with that, again, we have to have knowledge of what it means to work through a union contract and negotiate that.
1: We're both on the Leadership Development Committee for the Public Library Association. Perhaps this would be a good point to offer advice if there's someone out there who is interested in becoming a public library director.
2: I think that you try and soak up as much information as you can. In my experience, most library directors are willing to share with any staff member who shows an interest, whether it is a circ assistant or a librarian or middle manager or whatever. My email is always open to any member of my staff and I occasionally will get questions and I want to get questions. And I have some administrators that work for me that actively ask me questions because they want to know more about what it's like being a director because they want to be one sometime. I mean, I just think you soak it all up and you pay attention. What do you think, Doug?
1: For me, the most valuable thing that I did when I was thinking of becoming a public library director and then actually after I became a public library director was to network, to reach out to mm-hmm. current library directors. I can certainly agree that I didn't have a clear understanding of what the job was when I was first thinking it was an opportunity for me. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to local municipal directors. I reached out to our director at the time, John Callahan. I reached out to many different people just to get a sense, is this the right thing for me? And then afterwards, I was very active through the ULC network and through going to conferences like PLA and ALA to make those connections with the other directors. I think there's pretty much a common saying amongst us all is that the only one who really understands what a public library director is going through is another public library director. Right. It's easier to talk to another one than to try and communicate to someone else in your organization or someone above you who might be a county administrator or a you know, city administrator. So I think the connection, making the networking is a huge, huge piece. Yeah. And I don't know
2: about you, but I've certainly got some of our colleagues that are my go-to people. And when I'm, I'm having a challenging day or a frustrating day, or I'm just frankly mad about something, they're the people that I reach out and, and call and, and blow off steam with. Most of the time, they will be telling me about a similar situation they've built.
1: Is there anything you really want people to know about being a public library director or aspiring to be a public library director? This is your chance to give them a little more wisdom.
2: Well, I think it's a great job. I'm not somebody that's sitting here at the end of my career and thinking, gosh, I wish I'd have done something else. I've really bought into the idea that libraries help one individual at a time. And they make, we make a huge difference in people's lives. And we're the most important institution in democracy. And I think by becoming a library director, you potentially have the best opportunity to impact the most people. And uh, that's why I'm glad I'm doing it.
1: For me, I know as I've grown into this job, I feel like there is, for someone who really thinks about what library service is about, cares about the community, cares about the staff, being a library director is a wonderful position to be in. Because the ability to influence the role of the organization, the ability to make those connections in the community, it's amazing to see things develop you know, weren't there before. And I think that's one of the advantages of being a library director is you can come up with, whether it's a new program, a new resource, or identifying where you want to expand, building a new location. I've, I've had the opportunity for the past several years to be developing and designing a new library from the ground up. And to think that we're going to break ground on it in a few months, to be able to eventually walk into that thing that we only imagine. I'm really looking forward to that day. I'm really excited about it.
2: I guess in in thinking about directing or pushing things in a direction, I'm really uh, pleased with what we've done with literacy in in Nashville and and how I think we've made a difference there.
1: This concludes our conversation today.
2: It's been great, Doug. I've really enjoyed this.
0: That was the inaugural episode of the Public Library Director's Dialogue Series with PLA Leadership Development Committee members Doug Crane, Director of the Palm Beach County, Florida Library, and Kent Oliver, Director of the Nashville, Tennessee Public Library.